All right. We're here with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Megan. I'm Steven. We have got a great episode for you guys today. Got a lot of stuff in store. But first, let's start with a little bit of sad news. I actually read that the creator of Professor Layton died. Oh my God, what? This past week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Akira Tago, oh. I think that's his name. He was uh, a psychologist and I think he died um, from some intestinal something. Hmm. Yeah. So. That's kind of, that's, yeah. Yeah, hats off to him for making uh, an incredible series. Leighton Hat, specifically. Yeah, Leighton Hat. I love his games. Me too. Full disclosure, I have not actually beaten any. Oh, me neither. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Okay, good. We are all on the same page here. But even so, I, I just adore the style the consistency, the the polish of every single entry. Yeah, huge fan. Even the puzzles, like some of them are just so like really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to toot my own horn or anything, but you know, I consider myself a fairly educated person and like I have, you know, some struggles with them. Yeah, you really need to think about them. Um, and that difficulty is tough to tough to get right for everybody. Mm-hmm. But you know, hint coins help. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I use those all the time. <laughs> but you know even looking for the hint coins sometimes you know i'm i'm not the biggest fan of point and click adventures that force you to just brute force the entire screen but i like collecting hint coins in latent games it's satisfying you you sort of get a sense for where the designer is going to stash them like in clocks or lampposts chimneys things like that mm-hmm. so you get to to sort of like test it out and be rewarded when you actually find it. Yeah. Well, we know I like collecting anything that I can collect. So <laughs> that's just the cherry on top of a great game. And we know I love rabbits. So yeah, I was going to say the fact that there's this like, I don't, don't want to say egregious, but kind of unnecessary rapid training mini game in which Layton was it? Mysterious Mask? Is it Mysterious Mask? I thought it was like, oh man, I wanted to say Majora's Mask, but I know that's not right. <laughs> Oh, God. Mysterious? Is that really what it's called? I feel like Mysterious Mask is, no offense, a bit of a lame name. Yeah. Like, there would have been a cooler <laughs> cooler title for it. Isn't I'll it like it a up. mystical or magical or something? I feel like every episode now, I have some excuse to put my clacky, clacky keyboard <laughs> on the podcast. I was just thinking that. I love that keyboard. It's so satisfying. <laughs> oh, definitely. So we were both correct in that uh, Magical Mask is, is way too lame of a name. It's Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask. Oh, so I was getting there when I said Majestical or whatever the hell I said. Majestical? <laughs> wow, 2012. Hmm. Yeah, so that was my first Layton game, actually. And I got it oh, wow, thanks really? to you. Oh, right. Because you were the one who pointed out some deal. Uh, if you buy a 3DS you get one free game. Yeah, when you register your 3DS before like a certain date, you you had your pick. I forget the others. Uh, I want to say one was like that Mario game with the bajillion, matrillion coins. <laughs> so that's like Super Mario Land 3D, something like that? No, I don't think it was 3D Land. I think it was the one with the yellow cover. I can see it like in my head. And like Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh, I know exactly which one. You're, yeah, where the cover is literally just covered with coins. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love that game. <laughs> so many coins to collect. 
<laughs> there's even like i think a hat or something that you can wear that makes you like shit out coins so you can collect more coins like as you're running so it's fantastic <laughs> do you actually poop them out so that you have to like collect your droppings no i think they might just kind of show up in front of you but okay. i like poop jokes so <laughs> i imagined it how i wanted to imagine it if i had made the game which you can do with super mario maker hey hey can you make a poop level um now I'm thinking about buying the game <laughs> it was not on my list before but now i am thinking about it that sounds like the perfect Yahoo answer for us to put up. Can you make a poop level in Mario? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then some other gaming podcast will pick that up as their question. Oh, God. <laughs> and in fact, we have made a poop level for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great collaboration? Oh, God, I'd love it. <laughs> the poop collab. Gosh. <laughs> that could be taken in so many different ways. Yeah, that's a little... That's, that's... <laughs> We, we had one explicit episode already. I think we need to pull it back. Yep. <laughs> so, Leighton, um, that was my first one that I got with that deal, which I spent my very first paycheck on my 3DS. <sighs> wow, nice. So it was a lot of firsts, a lot of good memories. Unfortunately, that DS broke. Actually, going back to the poop thing, <laughs> I was... Um, yes? <laughs> I was in a very big rush to get to the bathroom and my DS was plugged into the charger in the wall, and I went to grab it, and I didn't know that it was plugged into the charger, so I grabbed it and went to run to the bathroom, and it, like, flung out of my hands and <laughs> crashed on the ground and cracked the screen. Oh, no. All for a poop that I had to take without my DS. So now, break this down for me. So you're running toward the bathroom. You have this extreme pressing urgency. You grab your 3DS, you yank it, it flies out. What is your next thought? Well, at the risk of pooping my pants, I checked on my DS to see if it was broken. <laughs> and it was, in fact, broken. But I did not poop my pants. I just barely made it. Oh, man. Because that would have been, like, the double whammy of mm -hmm. misfortunate events. Misfortunate? <laughs> unfortunate. I was trying to make a number two joke there since there would have been two awful things that happened but i couldn't quite bring it full circle oh, i thought that was like a like a weird league reference and you were gonna follow it up with like an ability name or something oh like misfortunes <laughs> exactly yep so do you have to get a new 3ds now was this recently oh no this was years ago joey got okay. me the super mario luigi and oh dream team dream team ds for christmas that year uh to replace my blue ds wow that's a intense gift yeah it was especially because our relationship was pretty new at that point so i wasn't expecting something like that huh. um, but she was like oh we're like mario and luigi a great team i was like brothers we're like brothers like <laughs> that doesn't sound good to me she's trying to be so romantic and you're just like but they're brothers. And plumbers. But they're related. <laughs> and they're men. Blech. <laughs> they wear overalls. <laughs> and they have mustaches. <laughs> they like eating mushrooms. <laughs> well, I do like mushrooms. I mean, like, not not the drug kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's sad about uh, creator Professor Layton. Yeah. A lot of games, though. Yeah, definitely. 
after I told Joey that I liked the first Professor Layton, I think every present giving opportunity since then has included a, another Layton game, <laughs> <laughs> most of which are still unplayed on my shelf. Although I did actually unwrap them so that I could register them to get the Nintendo points before that <laughs> they stopped doing that. Right. Oh, that rush. I think I was able to to get enough points to, to hit some redemption level for like a free free something. Like a free downloadable game, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I got a couple of things. I think I got a Legend of Zelda soundtrack. Hmm. And I think I did get a couple of downloadable games over the years yeah over the years uh definitely i went in like the smaller indie games i don't think i ever hit the the high level mm-hmm. where you could get like the premium stuff i uh, did <laughs> of course <laughs> with all my unplayed games yeah collecting more <laughs> yep i did like at the end it was just a sort of free-for-all like right before they closed the program you could just like cash in your points for like full-on titles like donkey kong country returns or oh yeah uh, like ocarina of time mm-hmm. that was pretty nice yeah again not that i was able to take advantage of it because i didn't hit that insanely high level that you routinely hit three months into the year <laughs> truth i kind of want to open my 3ds now i love my 3ds which is funny because i was never really a nintendo fan bo- girl <laughs> um caught that one yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was never i don't know i just you know i can i have this very vivid memory of being in high school before the first ds came out and i was at some girl's house and phil was there and he was just talking so excitedly and he was like i just can't wait to get the ds it's gonna be the greatest thing ever it's gonna blow all the other handhelds out of the water i mean i don't know what else there was at that point besides like game boy so you mean phil was talking at his usual level of enthusiasm yes exactly (laughs) now we get to make a phil tag well i thought we could have made a phil tag before hmm let me check that but please continue (laughs) Type, type, type. <laughs> yeah, I, I was holding myself back. I'm totally going to do it. <laughs> yeah, so I just remember thinking when he was talking about it, I was like, I can't imagine what's so great about this thing. Like, it's, eh, you know, it sounds like it's going to be cool. But I think at that point, I was much more excited about the prospect of the PlayStation Portable. Hmm. I don't remember how they the timeline of their releases, which was first or whatever. But I do remember getting my PSP while I was still in high school. Uh, and being very excited about it. And Lou Mines, which was my first PSP game. Oh, such a good game. Yeah, I know. But then when, you know, I, I barely ever played my PSP after Lou Mines. Uh, and I ended up getting my 3DS when I uh, moved here and got my first, like, big girl paycheck. <laughs> and I don't know, I've, I've played my 3DS more than I played any other handheld console, I think. Agreed. Like, I love my... I, I really do like my Vita. I think it does have some really, really good titles, and I like being able to play ports of games on my PC or on other consoles that I just don't have the time at home to play. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely clocked more hours on the 3DS. Something about that system. Yep. Just Pokemon X alone, I think I've got like 150 hours on or something. <laughs> I think I got a lot of Fantasy Life hours. Oh, um, yeah. And Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Awakening. Did you play Bravely Default? So that's that's sort of my Final Fantasy Explorers. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. I 
I legit have played it, but I haven't played much of it. Hmm. I played up to the point where they have a timer, uh, like a real-time minigame, where you can start your, I don't say minions, like city members rebuilding certain parts of the city or building, uh, constructing buildings. And mm-hmm. it actually takes time in real life, like four hours or like eight oh. hours. Hells to the no. <laughs> and, and it even gets up to like 99 days or something like that. Oh. But as you start recruiting people, you can assign them to tasks and each person you assign will have the current time to completion. So a lot of those times end up being reasonable and it and ended up being more of a game where I wasn't playing it so much as keeping my timers going. Mm. And I I literally maxed out everything and have not played it <laughs> since that point. Well, you just totally turned me off from it. It was on my tentative list, but now it's on my... <laughs> I feel like you would enjoy it. I feel like it's like a classic RPG and you like those. Really? Mm-hmm. I just can't... I mean, honestly, like... Except for the timer bit. Yeah, that's when I think of that, I think of like those really shitty games that Joey plays all night on her iPad. And it's like, oh, like a dragon hatching game. You have to wait five hours for this dragon you just bred to hatch. And I'm like, ah, oh, who has time for that? No, it, <laughs> it, this is, this is a completely separate layer, really. It's not even a layer you have to really do, but it is a layer that happens to be there and happens to reward you incrementally over time, happens to be a, a sink for extra investment and extra things you collect during the game. Hmm. Now, can you just turn the time forward on your DS? <laughs> I don't know. Because I do that with Pokemon sometimes. Oh, does that still work? Yeah. When I wanted to get those whatever special stones they have for the Mega Evolutions, you can only get them at like 8 o'clock, either in the morning or night. I can't remember. And I just changed my clock so that I could go get them all at one time. I'm going to wake up at 8.30 to... Well, I mean, I do, but... Yeah. not going to be late to work for... (laughs) Sorry, boss. I was collecting my Pokemon Mega Evolution stones. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Don't fire me. Yeah, I needed my Waba human to get the <laughs> human stone. <laughs> I needed my Clasychic to get the Psychic <laughs> stone. Yeah. To be mega Clasychic. So what is that? Is that just like a really big Clasychic or a really Psychic Clasychic? <laughs> oh, that's true. Hmm. Well, when other mega Pokemon become mega, or when other Pokemon become mega, they don't get bigger, right? They just get more like stuff hanging off of them like they get a scarf yeah more stuff hanging off of them <laughs> is that is that true yeah i don't i mean i think some of them get a little bit bigger i'm trying to I think. feel like like some of them like get a mustache or something like that oh, but they never like change form they get a professor like, layton hat and a monocle <laughs> that would be cool imagine if you could dress up your pokemon well you can at least in alpha sapphire And Omega Ruby. Yeah, they have like little Pokemon dress up contests. Oh my God. And then you have to like do a fashion show and like do your moves and gain audience like claps and thumbs up. I mean, it's like kind of like Facebook. You have to get a bunch of likes. (laughs) This seems a little weird. It is. It seems like the the level of tangent that the latent rabbit minigame was. I think that I did it once and then I haven't done it since because I was not that thrilled by it. 
<laughs> Maybe they're catering to the female audience. The real females, not me. Right. The fan fan girls, not the fanboys. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of am curious about those Pokemon games. Just to know, for example, yeah, I, I had no clue there was a fashion game inside one of them. I should like just look up in the wiki like what kind of new systems they have going on. Because hmm. I, I tried playing Pokemon X. It was pretty. Um, it was a nicer interface. But it just didn't have the same same draw for me as it did back in blue or back in silver. Mm-hmm. And that's where I stopped. Did you ever play a game called Pets? Mm. Or maybe it was called Cats. Oh, God. There was definitely a dogs as well. And all, all honesty, I loved cats and I loved dogs. And it was spelled out with like D-O-G-Z and C-A-T-Z. I was going to say definitely a Z. Mm-hmm. Sounded familiar. This was like an old like Windows 98 game or so. Oh, okay. Definitely not what I was thinking of. No. So you, you popped in your CD or whatever, installed it, and you would have a a virtual pet, that like a virtual dog that would come out of his doghouse mm-hmm. uh, whenever you opened up the program. Um, there would be di- there would be different breeds. You could feed your pet, teach it tricks. Somehow, I never actually, I was never actually able to successfully teach it a trick. It just seemed to do whatever it wanted to do. So maybe it's a good thing I was never a pet owner. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Although Frisbee kind of does what she wants to do. Yeah, I do. You, does Frisbee actually obey you? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I was gonna say teach it tricks, and I was like, she's definitely never said anything about trick teaching. Well, so, so. Frisbee does know a couple of tricks. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's very highly motivated by food. <laughs> It's actually kind of cute because at night we have a little routine where I take her out for her last pee of the night and then I'll bring her in and she gets um, a teeth cleaning treat, which she loves. And every once in a while, you know, most of the time I just give it to her because I'm like, okay, we're going to bed. Um, (laughs) But every once in a while, I like to bring her into the bedroom where I don't even have to say anything. She just assumes that I want her to roll over and she will throw her butt around in a little circle because she's so excited that she can't like get into a lying down position to roll over. So she just throws her butt in a circle a few times and eventually she lays down and actually rolls over without me even telling her to roll over. She just assumes that's what I want. Wow. So it's very cute. And I indulge her or she indulges me. I don't know which one it really is, but that's pretty adorable. It is pretty cute. I've been meaning to get it on on video to put on her YouTube channel. Well, that could also be put in the show notes. Oh, Frisbee's YouTube channel? Sure, we can put it there. <laughs> yeah, specifically this, this like jump flip bed thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have to t- get a video of it. I'll do it tonight. <laughs> it sounds cute. Yeah, it, it's really cute. <laughs> but yeah, she doesn't really obey me most of the time. Joey calls me her bitch. So... The irony in that. <laughs> you do tend to be at her beck and call. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you know, you, she is constantly in your thoughts. Um, anytime you want to take a trip or take a break or just be away from home for a while, you have to make sure she's satisfied first. Yep. I actually was telling my friend at work, Kamal, that about my new idea for my new fan fiction and... I said to him exactly what I said to you is that nobody that I know can ever read this fan fiction because I would just die of embarrassment. And then I said, if anybody were to read it, they would know immediately that it was mine. 
And oh, yeah? his first question was, oh, is there a Westie in it? And I thought, oh, no, I hadn't considered that. That's a great idea. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to do that. And I'm going to need to give Frisbee like a code name because I can't call her Frisbee. A pseudonym. Uh, yep. <laughs> so I told him what I thought of, but I can't say it here because otherwise then it wouldn't be a code name. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> um, Don't you want to know about my fan fiction? I I do well before we get to that definitely I do I want to know what the distinctive element of your fan fiction would be. Oh God, <laughs> it's funny that you should ask me here on the podcast, <laughs> which We're may already... or may not make an appearance. What? Wait, so this fan fiction you've written? I have not written it yet. <laughs> I may never write it. I've had plenty of ideas for fan fictions. And I've just never followed through because I'm a lazy mf'er. But but your dream, your dream fan fiction, your your signature fan fiction, will include a podcaster. Well, not a podcast. I mean, I guess it would include a podcaster because if it's including a podcast, then it would have to include the podcaster. But the outline of the story, as I have written it, the podcast is a key element in the storyline. Which we will not be linking in the show notes, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) We can, uh, yeah, I'd say, you know, another seven episodes or so, we can, we'll have hit our quota to warrant another explicit episode. Well, we can check back in and see how far I've come. For all (laughs) I know, this podcast could be a Final Fantasy Explorers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. That is a recurring tag. (laughs) Did I call it a podcast just now? You did. I meant a fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Derp. <laughs> oh, wait, we only have... Oh, we've only typed one episode as Final Fantasy Explorers. That's clearly not true. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but I think you just created the tag last episode, so it's new and you probably didn't go back and re-tag stuff. Yeah, we need to, we need to make sure we're fully indexed. <laughs> so we can track the saga of Final Fantasy Explorers. And now the saga of my fan fiction. Yeah, good thing you brought us back to it, because I was not about to let that go. So, tell me about this fan fiction you're writing. Oh, God. (laughs) This will be the perfect way to close this out. Oh, well, okay. So, I have been a reader of fan fiction for, I don't even know how long. Maybe since, like, middle school? I actually remember it. Now, this is a good story, a little bit of a tangent, but... That's how my mother discovered my sexuality because I discovered fan fiction, anime fan fiction, when I was coming out to myself. And I don't know what prompted this other than her just nosiness, but she snooped <laughs> on my computer and snooped at all my internet history and me being like 10, 11, 12 years old. I don't remember how old I was, but. Clearly, I knew nothing about the internet or my history or how to browse privately. And I don't think there was certainly no Google Chrome or (laughs) incognito windows back then. So she snooped and she discovered. And then she came to me. She kind of cornered me one day, actually. And she was like, are you gay? And I was like, well, yes. So that's how she asked. Yep. That's pretty much my coming out story. Wow. 
So I didn't really come out as more as I was kind of just like pushed out of the closet by my mom. Yeah, I think like the closet door was yanked open and you were literally dragged out. Yep. Or not even dragged out, like she brought a spotlight, like a floodlight with her (laughs) and shone that into the closet. Well, I mean, I'm sure she and my dad had their suspicions while I was growing up, to put it nicely, since I never did anything with Barbies, never wanted to wear any girls' clothes, (laughs) and certainly didn't want to play with any girls because they had cooties, as far as I was concerned. (laughs) I think it was more of a... I know this and admit it, damn it, on her on her part. <laughs> so you were you you've been steeped in fan fiction for a while. Yes, I have. Uh, I've been reading fan fiction for many years, and you know it's been anything that I can I can get my hands on. Uh, and I've had lots of, as I said before, I've had lots of ideas for fan fictions that I've wanted to write. And I actually actually even attempted to write one, uh, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan fiction, way 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 long ago, which. Could be another tangent for maybe another time, but that's how I met my first girlfriend. Was on the oh, Buffy the Vampire. <laughs> you gotta save that story. Buffy the Vampire Slayer fanfiction website. So book that one out. <laughs> we'll we'll earmark it for next episode. Mm-hmm. But I I think I wrote like one chapter of that, and then I was like, mm, I give up on this. This is a lot of work. And so recently, uh, with my new obsession with the K-pop girl group Mamamoo, uh, I somehow stumbled upon asianfanfix.com which is wow. the best and the worst discovery of my lifetime so i have been reading mamamoo fanfiction to the point where i'm tired at work every day because <laughs> i don't get any sleep at night <laughs> and uh now i've decided to try my hand at uh writing my own gosh there must be a big collection <laughs> of fan fictions or of Asian fan fictions or yeah. fan fictions. Well, or... specifically for Mamamoo. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess there is. I mean, there was a way more than I was expecting to see. Let me put it that way. But I don't know if that really counts as a lot. <laughs> okay. Oh, you, you're saying you've just been perusing the site in general and oh. that's been what's keeping you up. Well, no, I mean, it's mostly been Mamamoo fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> So then, yes, to answer your question, I guess there's a lot. But, I mean, I'm comparing to things like, I mean, you know, big stories like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Like, those have a lot of fan okay. fiction, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And Mama Moo, you know, I was expecting to have, like, maybe 10, 15. That's, wait, a little less than I was expecting. But, you know, to give you some scale mm-hmm. of what I was expecting. But, no, it's, you know, pages and pages. So. Wow. And how old of a group are they? Uh, They're really new i think they debuted in 2014 wow okay so i don't even like let me look that up now i don't i don't want to go talking sh- like crap about that <laughs> due to have said a false word about <laughs> your idol mamamoo yeah they <laughs> please say that again it was so funny the mamamooians <laughs> will be at- coming after you Oh, God. Well, you know what? K-pop fans are the craziest fans in the world, so I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah. They will immediately mobilize. Like, any, like as soon as we tag Mamamoo into this post, like, 500 people's Google alerts will instantly light up. They'll all join the Mamamoo Slack channel, and they'll be like, this heathen says she's a fan of Mamamoo, but she doesn't realize they performed in 2013. 
they were actually formed in 2014, so I was right. But this is how we <laughs> should God. gain our popularity. We just talk trash about K-pop idols. We are not talking oh trash, by the what? way, because I love them all. But if we do talk <laughs> trash about them, that's how we could gain podcast popularity. We're going to gain a DDoS attack on my site. <laughs> that's and... true. <laughs> the K-pop fans will hire Anonymous. Yeah. My Amazon S3 costs are going to skyrocket. <laughs> my site's going to go down. <laughs> Yeah, their K-pop fan senses are tingling. <laughs> Just at the mention of Mamamoo. Right, I see them like like unsheathing axes behind their backs. Just oh, God. <laughs> so we took, took quite the tangent there. Yeah, wow. But this was a... I think I thought it all had a good flow. Yeah, definitely. And we're at a good stopping point. All right. Poof. Oh, yo-yo. <laughs> I'm sure if I could... Frisbee, who's that? Look, who's that? You want to bark the whole podcast, but then when I want you to bark, then you don't? 